Hey guys, Todd Martin here with the Todd Martin Group, Louisville, Kentucky. Hope you're doing well. We are starting a series, um, Talks with Todd on Tuesday at 12. Now, I don't know if that's going to be the official name, but what we'd like to do is kind of get, you know, down and dirty a little bit in real estate, uh, just some basic information here, and really just seeing if you have any questions that, that we might be able to answer for you with regards to real estate or the real estate market. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, if you have any questions, we're going to try this out. Like I said, this is our first one, so we're experimenting a little bit, but, uh, if you type a question, uh, we might be able to answer it. If not, we can always get to it on the next one, or I can definitely follow up with you. So with that being said, uh, I'm going to let, uh, Gabby here, uh, take it away. She's helping out today. Yeah. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for your time today. Um, I had a few questions and I wanted to start off by asking, um, for a few tips that can help me make my home cozy this winter. Mm -hmm. um, so the first question I have is, how often should I have my furnace inspected? Mm. You know, Gabby, that's a good question. And I get actually, I get asked that quite a bit. And one of the things that you should always do when you move into the house, um, I, a house is just like your car. You have to have regular maintenance on it. So one of the things that you definitely want to do is you want to schedule your maintenance on your furnace um, biannual about every six months so since we're leaving the warm season and now we're coming into the winter season you definitely want to get a hold of your hvac company uh your heating and air company and make sure that they're going to come in and do an inspection and clean now one of the things you want to make sure that it's done by a professional not by your uncle joe uh, because you definitely want to make sure that it's tuned and it's running properly uh now here's the thing you can look for problems before they start to arise uh, which is always good because nobody likes that unexpected um, uh, surprise of, hey, we're during the holiday season and now you've got to spend more money on your furnace. So hopefully uh, that person can definitely take care of it for you prior to having any big surprises. Now, the other thing, uh, it's also going to increase the life of your furnace if you have regular maintenance. Uh, and believe it or not, it reduces your energy consumption. So it has a double effect where it can actually bring down your energy bill if it's running correctly just like when you do a tune-up for your car or you make sure that you've got your oil change on a regular basis same thing with your furnace make sure you pay attention to it uh, because it will also help with your air quality during the winter and let's face it that the filters are not cheap uh, and then you're also going to want to do one of the small tips is learn to set your thermostat properly and what i mean by that is that if you've got a digital programmer see what works for you during the day during the evening or if you've got a manual uh, thermostat you're probably going to want to turn it down at night turn it up in the morning again a little bit more energy efficiency and uh also when you leave the house you know during the daily work schedule so short answer <laughs> you should have your furnace service about every six months and set up on a plan because it will save you time and they'll put you as a priority and it won't be a last minute expense Thank you. My next question is, what can I do to my windows so that I can keep my house warmer? Hmm. You know, that's kind of one of those loaded questions, right? So one of the things that I'm going to talk about here is we're going to talk about what's called air sealing. Um, I know that may sound intimidating, but, but mostly it just means looking for drafts where there might be drafts. So, you know, and you're gonna to wanna to close those drafts up once you find them. So what I mean by that on, on windows, the common places around windows, like, like this window behind me here, okay? So the window seal right along the edges, just run your hand, just run your hand along the edges there and see if you feel any breezes coming from those windows. Now, if you do, uh, you can always seal those with uh, a little bit of caulking 
you know, just some on the finger to, to take care of it. Um, you know, also make sure that the window is seated properly and it latches up top. So when it latches up top, it comes all the way down and it sits up at the lip. So that keeps the air from coming in. And it also keeps your hot air from going out. Now, one of the other things that you can do to to help with energy costs uh, and keeping your home warm during the winter season is keep those blinds closed unless you're in direct sunlight. Um, and I know sometimes it's hard to do, especially during the day. Um, you want to get as much light in as possible, especially during this winter season where we all go through the blahs of, okay, the sun goes down at six o'clock. Man, it feels like nine o'clock. I just want to go to bed. But believe it or not, the blinds being closed actually have a thermal insulation barrier and can help with, again, retaining the heat. Now, one of the things you're going to want to look for is if your windows ice over during the winter, okay, if you've got traditional single pane windows. Now, again, there's nothing wrong with single pane windows. And I know you hear push windows, push windows, push windows. But if your windows are icing over and you've got storms on the outside of your house, uh, you may want to check those storm windows make sure they're not broken, make sure they're not cracked, because if those windows ice over, then you may have some serious problems with energy escaping from those windows. And that might be something that may need to have your windows replaced. Now, I would not recommend replacing your windows during the winter season. Uh, that can be a huge undertaking, and uh, you're definitely gonna be spending a lot of money to keep the house heated while you got a big gaping hole in the wall. So that might be something that you want to maybe plan for uh, during the summer, um, as you can do that. Now, sometimes people like to try and do that themselves, uh, but if not, most people like to hire a professional. Now, if you find that your windows are icing over, uh, ooh, did you see that? I'm trying to keep all my notes steady here. Uh, if you find your windows icing over, then one of the things that you're trying to do is you can go out and get one of those plastic seal kits. Um, those are the kits that basically they look like saran wrap and they come over the top and you take a heat gun or, or a blow dryer and you seal those windows up and they keep the air from coming in around the windows. Now, a little bit of preparation is gonna save you in the uh, the long run, and it could actually cut down again, cut down on your heat bill, because you just had that furnace serviced, and so now it's running efficiently, and your windows are helping you keep the heat in. So so hopefully so hopefully that helps. Again, just run your hand along and, and see if you notice something. That's probably the easiest thing to do. Great. Hey. So my, so next, my, next, my last, last question. What can I do to cover any door drafts um, during these cold months? Well, you know, door drafts are going to be a lot like the windows, okay? So, again, air kind of escapes for any place that it can find open and available. So, again, run your hand along that door, run your hand along the bottom. And one of the things on the doors that you're going to see is what's called a door sweep, okay? It's a little piece of plastic that sits on the bottom and moves back and forth. And uh, if you have an older home, you're probably familiar with these. Um, I've got an older home myself and I have to replace it probably about once a year because the plastic breaks and you just get a new one. But there's a metal strip at the top. It just tacks into the bottom of the door and it helps seal the door. Now, if you've got, uh, if you find that your door is off center and you've got um, air coming into the sides, uh, you can also buy uh, an insulation kit, a little thick, little bitty insulation. It just goes on the inside. It's got a sticky side on one part of it um, and it'll keep that draft from coming through. Now. Worst case scenario, uh, if you don't want to install the sweep and you want to go old school, a rolled up towel at the bottom of the door works perfect. Or if you want to spend a little bit of money and get that Santa Claus that does the splits on the door that's filled with sand, hey, go for it. But again, you know, what we're trying to do is small little energy efficient tips that will help keep your home nice and warm. Um, so 
again, you know, just some final thoughts on, uh, you know, kind of prepping your home. And again, these are just basic things. There's always a list of a million things that you can do for your house, but, you know, focus on just a few basic things can definitely save you some money. Now, here's the other thing. If you can just pull off one of these and, you know, not focus on all three and, and figure out which one needs to work for you, um, you'll definitely be saving. And, and if all else fails and you don't want to do any prep work, just make sure you do like my dad always told me is, you know, just put another pair of socks on, put another shirt on and stay nice and warm, right? So there you have it. Just some easy things to help keep you warm during the winter season. Yeah. Great, thank you. So I do have another um, question, but this is over a different topic. Okay, sure. So, um, this question is about selling a home, even with the holidays right around the corner. Mm -hmm. What are some of the tips that you have for those of us that want to sell even, you know, during the holiday season? Well, sure. You know, I think that uh, for folks that, that currently have their house in the market now, um, you know, one of the things that you're going to want to look and do is probably going to want to get your um, online listing polished up a little bit. Now, what I mean by that is since we're coming into the holidays and you're decorating your house for the holidays, you're probably going to want to refresh some pictures, right? So refreshing your pictures, putting it out there on the market, um, and people are gonna see how the house is dressed up during the holiday season, right? Because as we know, when all the leaves fall and everything's in the yard and it's just kind of rainy and, and misty and nasty, um, it's hard to judge the house looking out in. So, you know, again, polish that listing and really kind of make it pop, if you will, right? That will definitely help you. Um, and always, you know, hire that professional photographer to take the photos so you've got the lighting correct. Now, the other thing that you can do is you want to play up your holiday features, right? Um, and I'm not saying go overboard on this. I'm not saying put the inflatable Santa and the inflatable Rudolph and the inflatable Frosty the Snowman and, you know, and you got everything else that's on your front lawn and on the roof of the house. Be careful on that. Do some nice lighting. You can do, um, if you've got a fireplace mantle, uh, some some nice greenery around that with uh, some nice white lights, you know, showcasing those areas um, can definitely help bring, you know, buyers into the house and show kind of like what they would be feeling if they had their, say, first Thanksgiving or first Christmas, you know, in that property, in, in the home that you're trying to sell. One of the things that we always find when we're helping people sell houses during the season uh, is that people want to sell their houses but they don't really want to sell their houses, right? So understand that selling a property is never easy and you've got to be flexible with your showings. So if somebody wants to see it and you got Uncle Jed that's come in from out of town, right? Um, don't just deny the showing altogether. Uh, if it's shown in the afternoon, if it's shown in the early evening, you know, take Uncle Jed out for a cup of coffee, but let those buyers get in and see the property. Now, we may not have as many buyers coming through as we do during the high season, during the summer. But those buyers that come into your house are very serious about buying during this time of year um, because they wanna you know, put on their heavy coats and they wanna come inside. Also, you still also have to make sure that you know, you've got to keep your landscaping up, right? So that means you may not pick up all your leaves earlier. You know, Normally you don't, maybe you wait till the end of the, the, the drop, but you're probably gonna wanna make sure that you've got somebody that can do that for you again. You want to get buyers, you want to entice buyers in there. So, so, you know, really curb appeal also has to be a priority. So there are several other things that you can do during this holiday season. 
to help get people in there. That's just a few of them. Um, if you'd like kind of a list of, you know, how to prep the house for the sale, and we've got a few extra holiday tips in there, just hit me up, you know, shoot me a message. I'd be happy to send you a copy of it. Just very, very basic things that some things that you might be overlooking. So, you know, hopefully that will help you to, you know, maybe refresh the listing, or if you're ready to put it on the market, um, you know, some of the things to think about, again, being flexible in your showing times uh, and allowing people actually to come in and those serious buyers to get into the house. So yeah, so that's about it right there. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, I thank you so much for your time today and answering my questions. Um, I look forward to continue doing this with you, as you said. So um, yeah. Well, let me just, yeah, let me just make a quick comment here. Again, this is our first one, everybody. So we are trying to, you know, again, give you some ideas and some tips, um, just basic general information. And as always, if you're interested in knowing uh, about the price of your property or you've got questions with regards to selling a property, what your home might bring on the market, or, you know, you, you want to start the buying process and you're not really sure where to start on that buying process, drop me a message below. I'll definitely get back to you. Uh, would be happy to you know, kind of explain some of the things that we do here at the Todd Martin Group. Uh, but I'm always available. Uh, my direct cell is 502-220-4663. So feel free to reach out to me anytime.